0: Welcome to Data Science Now, a podcast by Cluster, with your host, Fabio Vasquez. On this episode, we talk about business understanding. Today, we'll see how data science works in a business environment, how to get the context of a company and a project, what to ask in business meetings, how to behave in business environments, understanding the goal of a company and its departments, understanding and developing KPIs, and finally, the good, the bad, and the ugly of doing data science for businesses. Follow us on social media at Cluster Team. This is Data Science Now. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Data Science Now. As a reminder, we are in the second season and this is all about the basics of data science. In this session, that is the first one with actual content, I'm going to be talking about business understanding. We had a session on that last season, so maybe you want to go there again and refresh some stuff, but this is like the real one, okay? Um, Again, the idea of this season is to cover all of the basics of doing a project in data science. Uh, That means from the beginning of a project to the end of the project. Um, Right now, I'm going to be starting with one of the most important pieces and is understanding the problem you have, the context of the business, and the business itself. Um, again, this is part of a cool course that I'm going to be creating with Cluster very soon in Spanish and in English, so make sure that you follow the n- newsletter so you're able uh, to get all of that information. Great! So this session is divided into different pieces, you heard that in the beginning, um, and now um, the idea is for me to go to each one of the, the pieces of the process of understanding data science uh, and the business of data science. And I'm going to get started by how data science works in a business environment. What I'm going to explain to you right now is what is the, the position in the, uh, for data science inside of a company. There are different ways that data science can interact with companies Uh, And I'm going to explain to you normally how that goes. So I have prepared some images for you for that. And I would like to see the first one right now. Okay. So uh, again, the idea is we're going to be talking about how data science works in a business environment. And um, I'm going to show you an image right now um, that is going to be about. Give me some seconds. uh, We're preparing the image for you. Um, and and uh, what I'm going to tell you is how can a, an, a company can get started uh, with thinking about data science and, and when does that company needs data science. OK, um, normally data science is a whole process. It, it depends on, on, on a lot of factors. And this may not be the exact representation for every company, uh, but for most of them it will be. OK, so. Right now, you should be seeing the first image. And in this first image, what you're seeing is we have like a funnel in there. Um, and that funnel uh, is taking information out of nature. And nature is whatever surrounds a company or a process. And as you can see here, there we have the internet, social media. Uh, we have some statistics. We have people behavior or Whatever you can think that can create data will be uh, there in that portion. So, um, what's the uh, the beginning of, or on, or how do we think about this? So, n- normally to be able to get information out of the nature or the, of the world. What we do is that we have a, we we have a process, and that process is normally done by TI people. That people that, that you create databases, you create information, uh, and you store that data in different pieces of the company. You can have a, a master database, you can have a, a, a cloud database, a warehouse, whatever you want. So when you have that data, then. Uh, there's someone intelligent in the company that can be a boss, maybe, that can say, we have a lot of data. It's time to do something about it. And that was the beginning of, for not only data science, but for business intelligence, for a lot of different processes that we do with statistics right now in the world of data science. So let me explain to you after the idea on we have data. We have to, to do something with that, uh, with that data. I'm going to explain to you what happens next. So I'm going to go to the second image. Uh, and that second image, uh, it's there. Is it, is it there? Great. So in a second image, what I'm explaining to you is that, so this boss has the idea and starting to transform the business. It's starting to create um, a new thing. Way of thinking about what you, how you do stuff. So normally, what like the beginning of the process for most companies is to create a transformation, a digital transformation, and that transformation will um, tell the company that they really need to think about the digital life, like how they get data, how they understand that data. So. Normally, there's someone in, in there that is like the boss of the, the transformation that will start to hide people. Normally, what people recommend, and this is a lot taken from Gartner, uh, is that you should hire someone like a head of data or a chief data officer, something like that. And that's the person who's uh, understanding the the problems we have uh for applying data science that will start hiding three types of people. First, data scientists, managers, that are the ones who are going to guide the process of doing data science in the company. The other thing is that for some companies, you can create something called a center of excellence. And that can also be the R&D department, where you are doing your research, where you have your best data scientists, uh, the core people for data science, understanding the different processes you have in the company. Uh, to to have the idea on, um, on on like creating new projects from that. And sometimes also it it, it can happen, and this happened a lot five years ago, was the creation of big data laboratories. And in those laboratories, there was something very close to the... uh, Center of Excellence, but in those labs, people were starting to thinking about not only uh, the data process but the infrastructure. How we can set up a whole infrastructure for data science? Which tools should we using? Uh, like what? Which languages should we using with models? And and like the whole engineering process is normally done in these big big data labs. So right now we have the idea on doing something with data so that gets transformed into the idea of transforming digitally the company I want to make um, sure that you understand that this is o- I'm going to be only focusing on the data science part but the transformation of a company to a digital world have a lot of more branches and I'm going to talk about them okay so l- let me go to the next picture right now Um, I- I'm going go to go to, to the next per- picture is it there I'm waiting for the picture. Uh, okay, it's uh, it should be si- similar to this. So what happens in the next piece is that you have business problems. Okay, so the boss starts thinking about. Okay, so we have different business problems. Um, in and and the idea here is to be able to help someone prioritize that. Right, So we want to have a priority on what should we be doing with this information. So normally what happens is that the head of digital transformation will tell people, hey, we have a lot of projects. We have a lot of things to do. So let's prioritize to the things that are going to be more useful for us. And that will... um trigger the hiring of a lot of people. You're going to need more t- to hire more TI people, more data scientists, and it's going to start the process of thinking on doing something interesting with data. Again, the idea of data science is getting value from data, okay? So, uh, it's not only done by one guy uh, uh, hiding there. It's I mean, it, it takes... Different people, different departments. and Again, this is just uh, like an example picture of this, uh, but there could be more things. So let me go to the final picture right now. Uh, And in this final picture, I'm going to tell you um, how it looks like. Do we have it there? Great. So let me tell you on... Uh, about how data science works in a business environment. We have nature. We want to understand a process in nature. That can be cells. We want to understand healthcare, something for healthcare. We have problems about maybe physics, whatever you can think of. Okay, so that's nature. That's where you're getting the data from. So the TI people uh, and that TI people can also be there with some data architects, data engineers that are there with uh, the process on getting the data for you. So that data will go to the company. And in the company, after you have created all of these departments, you have these people, you have everyone working in the, what they have to do, then you can start thinking about solving problems. Which type of problems? Let's say email campaigns, geospatial problems, improve the satisfaction of your customers, how to increase profits, how to improve um, low metrics you may have. That You can apply this for supply chain, call centers, whatever you can think of. A problem in data science, this process is what is normally being done uh, in a company. So after that happens, the chief of data, the, the the main guy who's ruling all of the departments on data science will tell the managers, hey, we want a project. We're going to tell this the center of excellence to start researching, to start doing the, the, the investigations. In there, you may have machine learning engineers. You, you may even have PhD people, whatever. Okay. Uh, finally, uh, in the big data lab, you start thinking about okay. So if if you have big data, that can also be a data lab, not a big data lab. Uh, you can start thinking about the infrastructure. You can you have your engineers there. So you, you start thinking about parallelizing of the, the the systems. So in that's the kind of the way that this works in the real life. So I want to take off the images right now. I, I want to go back to talk to you right now, um, and so. What, I'm, what I was trying to explain to you in there is that data science just, just doesn't happen by accident. Okay, You have to think about that you really want to do something with data. You may even have data right now, and so you need a process to do that. Again, in this series, I'm going to be covering everything in that process. Right now, uh, I wanted to, to make sure that you, you understood um. that uh, what's the idea, what's the, the, the basic idea on how data science gets started in a business. Okay, so the next piece is important, very, very important. And is, so you have set up your environment for data science. You have your project, you have your, your, your data scientist. Now you want to get started with a project. Um, Again, this can also be that you are a consultant in data science, you're doing some consultants in data science, and you're going to a company, this can work for you as well. Or if you're inside a company as a data scientist, that can also work for you. So what I'm going to explain to you is how to get the context of a company and a project. Okay, this is a crucial step in the process of any data science project. Getting the context of a company and a project, and with context I mean the specifics on how a company runs its projects, how the company is established, its competitors, how many departments there are, the different objectives and goals they have, and how they measure success or failure. Uh, for a project, is the same process. Uh, I mean, before understanding a project and its dependency, you need to understand the company and the business. And now when, when you have all of that, you can start thinking about understanding the project. And it's the same stuff. You need to understand the department involved in there. You need to understand the objective, the goals, how they measure stuff. So what you also need to know is what every person in the project will do and how the project fits with within the department running the project and also how many people are involved and i think most importantly what is expecting from you why uh, what people in the business are expecting from you as data scientist that's a, a very important thing because it may be obvious that they're expecting, uh, I mean, you may think that, oh yeah, they're expecting for me to do model or machine learning, but it really depends on the project. So you really need to be sure what they are expecting for you. The best way that I have figured how to get or understand a business in the context of a business, it's to do these four things. Okay, I'm going to explain to you four things. The first one is having constant meetings with the people involved in the process that you are trying to model. I'm going to repeat that. Have constant meetings with the people involved in the process that you are trying to model. Then you need to talk to business experts inside and outside of the company. Take your time. Maybe set up some meetings with people that you really uh, that, that they really know the process. That maybe they've been there for years. Talk to them. Uh, try to get information. And also, if you have the chance. Try to see what others are saying ab- about this. You, I mean, if you're not, uh, if you don't know anyone else in a company like the one you're working for, you can start uh, watching YouTube videos or talks or even courses that can talk about this so you have a better idea on this. Next is you, you need to investigate and do your research about the company and you, knew, you, you have to document your research. And this is huge. If you don't if you don't create a document for you and for others about what you're researching and your investigation, it's gonna get lost in the air. And you don't want that. You want, I mean, if you are working in a project, you need to have documentations. And this is crucial if you really want to be able to create a project that is reproducible and repeatable and you need that people that I mean you may not be there all the time so you want to make sure that if someone else comes along they have the way of understanding what you're doing finally you have to ask the right questions to the crucial people in the company and this is important as well you need to ask the right questions the questions are the ones who are going to lead the process of understanding um Again, uh, all of these things I'm going to mention in this podcast, in this episode we're we're doing live right now is just a portion of what I'm going to be explaining in the whole course. So if you want to know more about this, you have to wait for the course. (laughs) So uh, the next important piece is what to ask in business meetings. So I, t- I told you that asking the right questions was important. So now we need to know what to ask, like how to get started in a meeting. I'm going to talk about how to behave in meetings soon. But before that, let me tell you uh, what to ask in a business meeting. And meeting meetings are a big part of working in a company. If you're coming from the, from, uh, the academia or you have an academic background, or, or, or this is your first job in data science, you're going to get shocked on how many meetings you will be having. It's a lot sometimes. So meetings are a big part of working in a company. Uh, so go to them with an open mind. I'm going to tell you how to behave very soon. But the most important thing in here is that you have to ask the right questions because they will guide the whole project. Here, I'm going to list some of the most common and useful questions to ask. Uh, I have a a short disclaimer. I have to say that these questions come from my personal experience and some research that I've done, and they can change depending on the project and the company. I also have to say that if you have been working for a company for a while, you should know most of these questions. They are particularly useful when you're working in, in consulting, okay? So I'm gonna read some of the basic questions. You can have uh, again. All of this will be in the newsletter, okay? So after this session, this it is this is being recorded. It's gonna go to YouTube, to Spotify, and gonna have a newsletter. Uh, and in that newsletter, you're gonna get all of this information uh, free to read. And if you wanna get this to your email every week, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. So. I'm going to just read some questions that are useful that you can ask to the right people. First, what metrics do you have about your services and how to me- and how do you measure them? Again, what metrics do you have about your services and your business and how do you measure them? This is going to be very close to the KPIs I'm going to mention later. So uh, take a note there. The second one, what methodologies for projects do you use right now? And this is important because you can not expect that if you go to a business, you can apply whatever you want to do. I mean, you, you, you're, you, you don't have that freedom sometimes. So you need to ask, how do they do data science? How do they apply the method of data science? And so you can improve that. You can like say that, hey, have some idea later in another project or maybe talk, talk to the manager. But sometimes you need to stick to what they do. Next, what database systems do you use? You need to understand if they use NoSQL, if they use SQL, if they have Cassandra, MongoDB, if they use um, SQL server, if they have MySQL, because that can be different for what you want to do. Because you, you you have to start thinking about not only the problem you want to solve, uh, but how you're going to do it and the infrastructure for doing it. Uh, next, how you how do you consume the data from your databases? And this is important. It can be that they don't use SQL. I mean, they have the databases, but they only use Python and they read everything with Python or they use R and they are using R SQL to read everything from the databases. That can be the case as well. Uh, have you? Uh, this is the next question. Have you ever had any performance issue with any of your tools or software? And this it's this is interesting because some of the projects that start in data science, they do have some technical depth, meaning that some people maybe wanted to do this before, but they had some systems that were not uh prepared for what they wanted to do so you need to understand you need to understand like why uh, what they're using and if they have any performance issues because if that's the case you may want to use something different by the way if you have any questions uh, right now please write them on the linkedin chat and i'll be happy to answer them in the end of the session another one what security measures do you use and this is important because you need to be sure that whatever you want to do is not going to violate their principles for security or something like that Um, something different do you prefer to use private software or open source or or open source software are you are you um, open to use open source software that's a good question because most of us are learning python and r and like TensorFlow and all of these great tools, but for some companies, they have some standards that they need to use something close or private. So you need to know what they have, what they can use, and what you can use to solve their problem. Something different like are you versioning your codes? Are you using Git? Uh, What operative system do you have in your department? That can be a, a huge thing as well. Are there any formats or templates for the deliverables? And this is huge as well, because the deliverables are maybe some documents that they are going to ask to you every month or every week. Maybe they have some template and you want to follow that. Uh, and lastly, what are the most important KPIs for, that you measure and how did you define your KPIs? I'm gonna to go to KPIs very soon, but the way people measure stuff in a company can have a huge impact on their behavior and how and, and how well they're doing stuff. Okay, um, so those are some basic questions you can you will you you can read them on the newsletter if you want to have them. Um, and again, uh, you have to do your research before, and you need to uh, do it before asking these questions because sometimes you can also ask for some technical document that may contain most of these questions and answers. So um, before going into thinking on asking everything to a a a person, maybe ask, hey, do you have any technical documents or uh, technical uh, or or any document at all about the process or uh, your uh, like uh, your diagrams for working in this company. So, those kind of stuff can help you answer these questions without going uh, to someone. So, um, again, we're in the process of understanding the business, okay? We, we want to go there and we want to understand how they do stuff. So, you have to ask questions and you have to do your research, okay? Okay. Um, I want to make sure that you understand that there's going to be a process, and that's going to be the uh, the topic for next session about data collection. Data collection will also help you understand the business, and I want to make sure uh, uh, as well that you understand that this is an iterative process. I mean, it's, it it doesn't mean that after you you did your business understanding, that's it. You're never going to go back there. That's not the case. You're going to have to do some some um, some standard and basic research in the beginning. But when you get the data and you have more stuff in your hands, you can go back here and say, oh, I, I realized that this data uh, was very important that I didn't know in the beginning. So I'm going to go to my document about business understanding and I'm going to document that. Um, good. So now let me tell you something that I learned the hard, the hard way. Uh, some of you may know this but I studied physics and I did also an engineering in computation Um, and then I did my master's in physics so no close to data science at all Um, but I've been working in data science for the past years so when I graduated and started working for companies the shock was kind of big I have an article on that that I wrote like two years ago or maybe three years ago on my experience on going from the academia to the business. So I think it's called my deep learning way or how did I learn deep learning? Because I was very focused on deep learning back then. So it has some of my, 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 my story. But if you are coming from an academia, um, let me tell you that working in a business environment can be stressful and sometimes you'll have a lot of pressure. And this is just real life. Someone needs to tell you this, okay? Sometimes you're going to get frustrated. Sometimes you're going to get uh, very stressful. You're gonna Sometimes you're going to get pressure on doing stuff. And you're going to feel like you're overwhelmed. And this is normal for everyone, okay? I mean, there's few people that can just don't care about this. But most of us really care about doing the right thing all the time. So we get stressed and we get some pressure. Um, but... Remember that you always have to keep calm. This is something important. You need to keep calm in the business environment. You don't want to be a crazy guy that everyone thinks that what is this guy doing or thinking, or you you, you don't want to be that person. You want to be someone that fits with the company. Some people will ask some of these questions beforehand to understand that if you're gonna be a good fit. So uh, whenever you're starting to work in a company, make sure that you really um, like try to get people understand like the, the dynamics of the office and all of that. Uh, uh, the first thing I have to say is never go into uh, an argument violently. I mean, don't use violence. Don't, don't use violence. It's not going to be helpful for anyone. It would not solve anything. Believe me. So in here, I I took some great tips from the people at Geiku uh, for uh, for showing up to meetings and how it works. Uh, like how can you behave well in a meeting? So I'm gonna read it to you right now. Again, you you can read them again in the newsletter if you want. And the first one is to show up in uh, on time and come prepared. Do your research before the meeting. I mean you don't wanna go into a meeting and, and say the first word. Why is it what is this meeting about? You don't wanna say that. You wanna know what that's what what are you doing in that meeting. What is your the purpose of you being there? You wanna make sure that you understand that. Uh, you want to make introductions. You want to, I mean, if you don't know any, if you don't know everyone in the panel or in the table, just introduce yourself. I'm Fabio. This is what I do. I'm in the, the data science department. That's it. So just be polite. Try to peop- Try to get people to know you. Then um, uh, come prepare. Come prepare. Uh, uh, come... Are we having the image again? No, I, I, I don't want an image right now. So um, uh, come to the meeting uh, with a a positive uh, attitude. So you want to have a positive attitude. You don't want to be there with like being mad or being annoyed in the meeting. You don't want to have that. You want to be there. And you want to have a um, uh, like. You want to stay mentally there. You want to be. You, you want to be there in that meeting with a positive attitude, with open mind. You need to stay mentally and physically present. Be a good listener with an open mind. You have to ask questions. You need to contribute to the meeting goal and agenda. Someone says here. You need to have a clear agenda and what's the goal of the meeting. Thank you, Rodrigo. That's very good. You need to understand what's the meeting agenda and be prepared for that. You want to ask questions. You want to uh, do. You want to feel. You want to make feel others that you are interested in what they're saying. You want to contribute as well. I mean, if you have something to say that is good, contribute. Don't be shy. Do it. Uh, you need to attack the problem not the person if there's anything wrong with some what with what someone is saying try to uh, go there and discuss the idea without attacking the person do not have your phone out I mean I think it's very common that we're all having our phones in our cell phones out there but it's not that useful I mean even I mean if you're working with the phone at the moment of the business and it's useful for the meeting maybe use it Um Share the meeting rules with your team. I mean, if you have a team and you're the, the manager of the team and there's some rules for the meeting, go there and tell them what do you want uh, to know about it. Uh, there are more stuff. I won't have time to read all of this. This is going to be all in the newsletter. And I, I just prepared some more points or things that I can recommend people uh, to, uh, to understand uh, how to behave in a meeting. And it's going to be important. Um, okay. So the next thing you want to understand the goals of a company and its department. And this is important, very important. Again, getting the context is part of doing this. Uh, you want to do your research and find what is the most important thing for the company regarding the project that you are, that you are assigned. You don't want to spend months doing a project and in the end hearing the words, Oh, this looks great, but it's not what we asked for. You never want to hear those words. And do you want to know a secret? Most data science projects fail because the people involved don't understand clearly what they have to do or what are the most important things for a company. I'm going to talk about that again. Most data science projects fail because the people involved don't understand clearly what they have to do or what are the most important things for a company. Your solution needs to be tied to the goals and objectives of the company and its departments. So before trying to do anything in a project in data science, understand the goals of the department, the project, and the company it's going to be very important. Um, so there's a final part that's on, it's also going to be interesting, and it's about understanding KPIs. So I'm going to take this last three minutes I have here. There's going to be more information. So maybe I'm going to have a new session on business understanding. I think this is going to be the case because I need to talk about KPIs. Okay, so... I did a, a poll last week and like 400 people voted that the most important thing that they wanted to learn from me is how to develop KPIs. So I don't want to rush this, all right? I, I don't, I don't want to rush this. So what is missing for this session is understanding and developing KPIs um, and the good, the bad, and the ugly of doing data science for businesses. In there, I'm gonna share my my personal experience on how I managed to move from the academia to uh, to business scenarios, and what is maybe one of the most important things you have to do if you really want to succeed in your career as, as data scientist. So that will be part of the next session. Again, the next session is going to be the second part of um, business understanding. And uh, sadly, I don't want to go here for hours and bore you. So I'm going to divide this session into two pieces. Uh, so if you want to be here again, it's going to be next Thursday at 8 p.m. CST. And it's going to be mostly about understanding and developing KPIs. I'm going to explain what's a KPI. So if you want to know what's a KPI and how or what does it have to do with data science come next uh, next um, Thursday. And I'm going to explain to you what's the process for defining a KPI in data science. And also how to understand different KPIs. I may give you an example on how to do that. And finally, again, next week, I'm going to be talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly of doing data science for a business. Uh, I, I have a question here that I want to answer. The question is from Marco Polo. He's asking, how do you manage to study physics and computer science? So I was doing that in Venezuela. Um, I was studying a lot and I did them both at the same time. Uh, so I studied physics and at the same time I was studying uh, computer science. It was Hard work, I can tell you that, but it paid off a lot because physics is what I really, really love. And a lot of the things that I'm doing for data science and machine learning and statistics, I learned them from physics and I'm just applying them into business scenarios uh but the the mathematics the calculus the algebra all of that those things i really learned them in physics so i i think it's a good combination if you wanted to study science and then go to data science i think it's a good combination so i think that's going to be it for 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 this session thank you very much for being here remember to follow us on social media you can follow us on instagram and twitter at, at cluster team uh, you uh, remember that this is gonna be tomorrow as a newsletter. Uh, I'm gonna be publishing that in, uh, on my LinkedIn feed. So if you're not following me, please follow me to get all of this information and also subscribe to the newsletter. We have 25,000 subscribers. I want to thank everyone for being there. It's a lot of people, and it's awesome because uh, it's a great um, a, a, a great. Community that we're creating here to learn data science, and so again, thank you for uh, for this. All of the images that you showed uh, that we showed in the uh, session are gonna be there as well in in the, in the newsletter. Um, and I have a final question before going. And what's your opinion on the use of behavioral economics? to improve data science projects by having a better understanding of the people. So right now, there's a lot of um, studies that are being done regarding behavioral science and behavioral economics for data science. uh, A lot of companies that I've worked for are using that. So uh, my opinion is that whatever can work, as a side theory or a side field for data science, that and, and it's helpful and it helps you define better metrics, better KPIs, and understand better the way people are uh, interacting with your pro well with your products or something like that. I think it's useful. So um, I think uh, that's a very interesting thing, and it's to be more important in the future i I think we've seen a lot of great interactions on psychology behavioral science uh engineering like basic science into data science so it's just the beginning it's just i mean this is gonna go for a long time and we're gonna have better and better results in the future great so thank you very much again for being here uh remember to, to subscribe to the podcast to the newsletter. Uh, You you also have this on on a podcast on Spotify, iTunes, whatever. And also as a video on YouTube. On YouTube, you can see the recording if you want to see all the images and me explaining to them. So that's going to be all in in, in the newsletter. So make sure to subscribe. And I'm going to see you next week with the second part of business understanding for data science. See you.